Thanks for listening to a new episode of Standby Secrets. This is Matt, and I am solo today. Millie is still in London. This is actually out of order. You'll hear another podcast where Millie's in town, but then uh, it'll just be me this week, and Millie will be back for the... Well, she's probably used all of her PTO uh, um, up, so probably for a while. Uh, back just me and Millie, and of course, we'll bring on some guests soon. But today, we have Brian. Uh, Brian, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Brian. I was an intern with Matt at the uh, at the airline industry, and I currently just uh, graduating college, and I got a new job at an airline in Texas, and I'm really excited to share my experience and hear what this podcast has to offer. Yeah, I mean, you listen to it, so I oh, think yeah. you have a good idea. Do you like it? Oh, I do. I, I enjoy <laughs> it. I do enjoy Put you on it. The spot it's, there. it's great for long drives or just when you want to hear some tips. I've learned a lot from your podcast. Oh, thank you. So I we're going to talk a lot in this episode. We've got a few different topics. Obviously, non-rev, um, with your experience as an intern and you going to the new airline, you're, you're a guy that likes to travel just about as much as me. Right. And... That didn't just start with non-revving, though. You do have elite status, I believe, with American Airlines, and you travel a lot. Yeah, so I'm I kind of travel unlike anyone else's. I intentionally take connections on yeah on flights. So he's I've, one of these crazy people. So like when I was flying Vegas to Denver, I went through Alaska, through San Francisco, and Seattle. I did that twice in the month of April because I went to Vegas more than once. But with all the flying before American changed their whole loyalty point system, I was able to get gold pretty easily with the status uh, of just flying so nowadays it's much harder i have to like stay in hotels i have to put a lot on my credit oh yeah cards. with the new system the new system is it's kind of sad that you have you have to really just spend it feels more like a bank rather than an airline but well that's of- the point they gotta oh, make yeah, miles to the bank so we'll we'll go all, all into that and hear some of the crazy routings you've taken and seats you've oh, yeah. sat in and everything and the gold status is is great get upgraded mostly about 60% of the time all the perks that you would normally have to either have a really expensive credit card for or not even be able to get like those free preferred seats it's a very underrated perk yeah and then of course Vegas I know you just talked about going to Vegas <laughs> we both go to Vegas a lot so we'll get into all that um I guess first thing I just want to talk about how we met um and your experience as a intern when we were both interning uh kind of just what we did and everything like that so this is about a it would be like a like 14 months ago i guess we both started our internship um at our airline both in the same department i knew you were a computer guy i remember that i was like okay i don't know any you know you went to school for something with computers right i yeah exactly and i didn't know anything i mean that's totally different than what i did but i remember your you know, you knew all this computer stuff, and that's not me, whatever. But I know we both connected over travel. Right. Do you remember the first time you used your um, travel benefits as an intern? Yeah, the first time I used them was a trip back home. Uh, my family lives in Connecticut, and we have to fly into the New York airport, so it's the closest. And yeah. it was the first time I flew to LaGuardia, and I had to connect in Atlanta, and it went great the first time over. I got the exit row and everything and then on the way back i don't know if you remember my flight got canceled yes and i had to i had to pay for another airline to jet blue my, right yep jet blue i had to buy a jet blue ticket and yeah funny enough i every time i've tried that atlanta pairing i've always had a flight canceled on me ouch so it's but i mean what it, i would say improved. is why don't you did you ever consider flying into uh BDL. Yeah. I did that once in May and it worked great. Yeah. Except they changed the flight. It used to be a 7 a.m. out of Denver. You get in at like, what, m- afternoon? Now it's like a red eye and you get in at four in the morning in Bradley. Ouch. I think they canceled it actually. Oh, they, I, yeah, they, yeah. they did get rid of I it. I mean, of course, they change it to a red eye and then it does bad and you cancel it. Well, Whatever. you get in at four <laughs> in the morning and my parents are like, oh, no way I'm picking you up then. <laughs> get on the bus. There's no bus anyway. Get on the c- it's Connecticut. Walk. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been. Um, <laughs> so then we're we're interning and that was that was a discount, like confirmed ticket, right? On the for that one because at the, the time Bradley? I don't no the 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 connecting flight the first oh, one you no, took that was non rev okay uh, I actually it was my first time ever non revving the flight to Atlanta was great and then the Atlanta to LaGuardia flight 
the the gate agent was really mean to me because I I asked like I said my preferred seat's a window. I've LOL. never I've never had that <laughs> issue. I've and all the times I've non revved I've never got attitude for saying oh by like I'd say like hey I'm non revving if you have anything available let me know I just you prefer a window because I like to look out the window yeah. and film. And the one the gate agent in Atlanta this was just only the one time gave me. Is such anyone a, surprised it was in Atlanta? <laughs> she gave me such attitude like. It was it was ridiculous. He's like, you get what you get, and you know that's if you even get on the flight. If there are forty seats on the oh, flight. I, lo- I love that. I love that when they like try to say like, oh, you're not gonna get on the flight, and you know how many seats There's are available. 40, there were forty two seats, I remember, and it was like she's like, you get what you get, and so she, I did get a window, but she put me in the very last row. You, I think, I think she, uh, she did that. Might have did that on purpose. <laughs> oh, she did, and I wasn't gonna. I was at that point. I wasn't yeah, gonna contest yeah. it. I'm gonna be like, all right. You never, for the honestly, you're never gonna win contesting with a gate agent. And of course, the last row, the window was like in the seat in front of you, so you have oh, to yeah. lean all the way forward. But it was all right. So after that, where else did you go um, when you were non revving? Uh, I, I did. Uh, I went to Charlotte once to go to Carowinds, which is just a big amusement park I've always wanted to go to. Nice. I learned how non-revving really isn't free flights. It's more you fly for free and you still have to pay for a hotel and all that other stuff. Especially so. on the intern salaries. How oh, much were yeah. you, do you want to say how much you were making? Yeah. So I made seventeen an hour as an intern. I got twenty. <laughs> You know, I, I, well, I expected that because they do. Yeah, they it was because I was farther. I had graduated college, which I I wasn't a fan of that system. Yeah, to be honest, but I, it does make sense. They do like more experience. Yeah, so it was seventeen all based an on hour. Experience. It was pretty hard, especially because I was living in. I'm living in downtown Denver. Oh yeah, you had like a really nice apartment. I actually lived right off Colfax in like a sketchy neighborhood absolutely sketchy like oh. multiple murders have happened there oh that's colfax and gunshots at night and then you lived in oh, like a valet stuff. parking i mean not that downtown denver is like it's I, okay i think i heard, I heard but, gunshots. but it, your apartment was much bougier oh, than mine was nice. yeah the apartment was nice the, the parking garage it's not like i chose to get valet i mean that was <laughs> i got made fun of at work a lot for that uh, he was late to work once because his valet it wasn't, took 45 yeah. minutes to get in my car and it, it's a required valet so you pull into the lot and they like immediately ask for your keys. So, and how I, does that even work at five p.m. when everyone's getting back from work? You know, five thirty. Oh, it's annoying. It could take up to an hour to that's, get your car. That's like horrible. I was worried showing up for this that that'd take forever, but I pre-ordered like thirty minutes in advance just to make sure. Oh my gosh! So I'm really glad to leave that. Like I'm excited. Yeah. What about I know obviously Charlotte, and then how many times do you think you went to Vegas during the internship? I to Ve- Oh, I went to Vegas a lot. I went. I believe three or four times. I went three times actually. I non rev twice. Uh, both times I actually figured out that so the non rev flights to Vegas always would be full when I checked, but the flights that were through Dallas or Cincinnati would always have like fifty seats each. So really, so I would connect through Dallas. Honestly, that's crazy because you probably got got on that Vegas. But then flight, I, I made even a really, if it was oversold. <laughs> I made a really stupid a decision in Dallas. I uh, you know I you know how much beers and drinks cost, so at I, the I decided, airport, yeah, or it just in Vegas when you're in the hotel. Oh yeah, I, I was gonna have a rental car because I was trying to be as cheap as possible. So I I decided to check a bag full of just drinks, beers, lol, Dr Pepper's and waters. <laughs> Apparently the airline in Dallas, they they don't have much connectivity with the checked bag, so you actually have to recheck your bag. Wait, really? You have to recheck. Oh, because it's non-rev? You have to recheck. Your, no, it's just because they don't have a, the staff. We have so few flights out of Dallas mm. that the staff have to, they don't come for the whole day. They come in the morning oh. and come at night. So I, So here's the thing is I get my bag off the carousel and I go to the recheck desk and there's no one there. And they tell me they won't be there for another four hours. And. I didn't want to sit on the air, the land side yeah. of DFW for four hours, and you know the clubs and everything, and the Amex Club is really nice there. Yeah, except it's, it gets really cramped. So I had to sit at the check-in area and drink two canned beers, three, <laughs> three Dr. Peppers, <laughs> and a water. I, I drank, never heard the story. I drank six beverages, two out of the six. In six bathroom alcohol. trips, right? <laughs> uh, let's just say that it wasn't an enjoyable experience on the Amex Club. 
or the flight. It was actually one of the only times I asked for an aisle seat when I was non-roving. Yeah, because he had to go to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I actually sat next to a really nice old couple. They've like cracked jokes the whole way. And then I was at Ellis Island a couple days later in Vegas, and they were there too. Oh wow! And of course was, they were at Ellis Island now too. <laughs> I mean, it's it's <laughs> the it's old a nice couple, place. either downtown or at Ellis Island. It's not that nice a place, but it's no, cheap it's not. Gambling. But. <laughs> So, I mean, back to non-rev, um, we'll get more into, like, Vegas and how we yeah. do Vegas because we both go a lot, and we do it actually kind of differently. Not not crazy different, but we, we, we have different right. preferences and everything. Did you have a best non-rev trip experience and a worst one that you would, you know, say from that internship experience? So my best non-rev experience was to Bradley, the direct flight back when okay. it was at 7 a.m. It was gave me a very nice window on the exit row. The guy in the middle seat... Uh, was a Connecticut local, so we actually talked the entire flight. We probably pissed off a lot of people around <laughs> us. But, and then he, so for some reason, I don't remember the exact situation, but he didn't have a, I guess the coffee was cash only. I think their credit card thing was broken uh, or something. That's weird. They're not supposed to take cash. I don't know. It, it might have been the opposite. Oh, he only had cash. Yeah. So I yeah. ended up paying for his, his coffee and his snack for him. And oh, it was that's like, nice. Because it was and, you know, it was great. It was a great experience. It was a nice flight. Got in. It was like we were taking a direct flight on non-rev home when I was so used to that Atlanta stuff. Yeah. My worst experience, I'd say, was either that Atlanta story I talked about where she gave me that seat in the back. But the absolute worst experience was I was flying back from Charlotte. This was a 6 a.m. flight to back to Denver. And... It showed 16 seats the night before. Okay. And then the day of, it showed four seats. And then all of a sudden, I'm in line to get my ticket at the desk. And I already checked the bag and everything. And this was the only flight to Denver. And yeah, and you like to check bags. Yeah. I despise it, especially as a non-rep. I already but... <laughs> checked the bag. And I go to the ticket counter, and all of a sudden, this lady and her kids run up and actually cut me in line. And oh, they're people do that. They're non she was a non revving flight attendant, so she had apparently more priority. Oh yeah, be, yeah, we didn't. So they good. got all the seats and there was only one seat left. It was a middle seat. Okay. And I absolutely hate the middle seat. Yeah. I will if there was another flight to Denver that left twelve hours later, I would have waited the twelve hours. It was it is such a bad experience. And I was crammed. I got into that flight, and I'm a pretty big guy myself. Yeah. The person in the window seat was twice the size of me, and the oh, person no. on the aisle seat was five times smaller than me. So it was like this. Oh, it was like an ice cream sandwich. It was. No, don't say that. <laughs> what's wrong with that? I don't know. It's just a weird way to phrase that. Oh shoot! <laughs> I'm sorry. No, um, you're fine. No, it was nothing. I just thought it was so. I, I never heard anyone say ice cream sandwich. It was just crammed in like sardines, and it was because you're in the middle. <laughs> it was a four, and of course the pilot gets on the inner the intercom and is like, "Oh, oh we, we there's some bad headwinds, so it's going to be a longer than usual." Lol. Flight. It was like a four and a half hour flight. <laughs> They're like, "We're taking the long routing it today." It was. <laughs> it was awful, and I swore. As long as I live, I'll never sit in the middle seat of a plane ever again, unless it's like you get fired if you don't go to work or something. But oh yeah, I would yeah. never. I will literally give, and I've done this before. I've, I've uh, sat, I've handed someone a twenty and been like, "Can I?" T-? Sometimes I got to sign the aisle, and I would offer to give him a twenty so I can take the window. Mo- they would oh, always never, they'd never, sm- never take the money. They would never do it because. Most people actually prefer the aisle to the window. Wait, wait, wait. Help me out here. You wanted the window, and you would offer them 20? Yeah, they'd sit in the window. I'd be in the aisle, and I'd say, oh, okay. can I oh, they please like the have window. the window? I'll give you 20 bucks. And Well, they... did you show them the cash? Because I feel like Yeah, you no, don't... I'd have oh, the okay. cash, and wow. I'd hold it out, and they'd always be like, no. if I ever got upgraded to first class on American, I would oh, and they put me in the aisle, and that was the only seat left. Yeah. I'd always ask the person I could switch. I'd hold out the 20 if they said no at first, I'd say I'd pay you twenty bucks. Then they, at that point, they realize how serious you are, and yeah. they usually will just switch for free. Okay. And most people prefer the aisle. So. I take the twenty. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean I would too, but You're like I'll get us both a drink. <laughs> but that, so that's that was my worst experience. That middle seat from Charlotte, and that was uh, basically, and it, it was. Ugh, I don't know how I did that. I don't know how people sit in middle seats, just regularly. 
you just hope that you don't have someone with broad shoulders right next to you. That, I mean, I have big shoulders. Well, we both have big shoulders. That's what happens. It's the worst when they have two big shoulder person where you're scrunching your you know shoulders the whole I time. I had to cross my legs. Well, the person to the right of me, I mean, just imagine someone twice the size of me. It was, yeah, I've had it bad well, too. They, where well, they're the on your was, lap a little bit. They weren't even. I don't. I don't even think it was legal because they couldn't put their seatbelt on, so they didn't have a seatbelt the whole flight. Okay, so that's bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. So definitely was, not legal. Yeah, and they 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 really should. I mean, I've they really should have like made sure you had a seatbelt because that's a FAA regulation. But Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. It was just not experience all wow. around. Yeah. Now with your new airline, you get a whole different set of benefits. I know you're gonna get United Fed benefits. Yes. Are you? I mean, what what's your thoughts on that? Are, are you? Have you flown United before? Is there anywhere you're really looking forward to going? I've flown United plenty of times. I do really like the how much the airline has changed in the past few years. I feel like they've really improved with the new CEO. But I've never non-revved on any airline other than the one I worked for. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm a little nervous because I know that. When you're not working for that airline, it's going to be probably a lower priority. You're probably more exactly. likely to get a middle seat. Yeah. But you can also, at the flip end, get first class. Yeah, rarely. exactly. It's just like any other game, right? You're just looking at the loads, looking at seeing where you can yeah. go, everything like that. And uh, United Benefits, it benefits on a lot of airlines, basically every airline but Delta and American. But So now, so your own airline... You're not going to have a lot of options to fly out no. of where you're based, but United is going to have a lot. I know you get other carriers. United is going to have a lot. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, out of Houston. Oh yeah, and that Southwest out of Hobby. Yep, it's very much, it's very much a, a great benefit to look forward to. So you've never actually zetted before, but no, I told you about this a little bit before. But Staff Traveler, it's actually a sponsor of our podcast. Nice, you. I think you, you're going to need the Staff Traveler app oh, because yeah. you're going to be using Zed all the time. Um, just to give you like a kind of a basis, we've talked about it before, but the Staff Traveler app, basically you can answer questions about your the loads on your own airline uh, or purchase credits for a really cheap price, something like 40, 50 cents a credit. Oh. And then you can take those credits and request loads on other carriers for when you're Zed flying. We just used it to get back on Southwest from San Francisco this weekend. Really easy. Nice. And the app is slick. It's really slick. And actually, there's actually a new feature they added. So, of course, you can get how many people are standby on that flight and how many seats are available. But you can also even click details and get information about how you can set on that airline. What are the different rules? How you should check in? What your baggage allowance is? What the dress code is? Kind of that kind of detailed information for that airline. So say, you know, you're going, obviously you're probably going to get to know United, but if you're doing something like flying a foreign airline or something like that, there's a way more strict rules with when you're setting and everything like that. So this is going to be really helpful. So I'll make sure to share the link, but if anyone else hasn't, um, you know, hasn't said it a lot or has to use my ID and doesn't love that system to find out how many loads are definitely recommend using our link to download staff traveler. You can just download the app, request a flight load i requested like 10 yesterday (laughs) and then uh you'll just get someone answer it really quickly also you can choose to be anonymous too if you're not comfortable with sharing your flight loads you can always just purchase credits and also choose to be anonymous when you answer questions on that only 40 cents a credit that's Uh, it depends on how many credits you purchase but it's it's very cheap very cheap yeah i i'm looking forward to that with regards to southwest do you do you have to board last if you stand by um, because they have the whole pick your own. Seat. So that that actually, I I thought you would, uh, but that's not necessarily the case. We boarded B twenty three and twenty six yesterday. Oh, so you actually get a boarding position? They yeah, you get a you get a you yeah. Depending how many seats there is, right? If there was hardly any, you might have to wait till the end. But um, we got a boarding position, and it was not the last boarding position by any means. Oh yeah, B. I mean, you'll get a window it, or aisle. It was a seven thirty seven seven hundred, so it's not a whole uh, lot of seats. But uh, I'm not a fan of we those got types. we both got we get a window and an aisle, and nice. no one sitting next to us. Nice. Uh, yeah, I was like a little concerned with Southwest because I thought you know with their whole pick your own seats, I thought you're guaranteed to get a middle if, if the flight was. Remote. I thought so too. More than sixty six percent. I thought so too. Full. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's actually good to not. Know. You know, I went right to the back of the plane, and there was people are less likely to walk to the back to take a middle seat, right? 
well, if yeah. they have the option. Well, you know the, the, the ABC acronym for Southwest. It's uh, I don't know it. Anywhere, back, center. So Got it. So, That's a and, good point. But I, I've gotten lucky with Southwest. I always buy the early bird. Okay, okay. Well, you don't like your middle seats. We know that. No, and no. the early bird's going to help you get out of that. If I'm A1, <laughs> I'm still scared I'll get a middle seat. So <laughs> I know you, you purchase a lot of tickets. You Yes. I mean, how long have you been flying? When did you start flying? I started flying when I was probably three years old. Oh, wow. My first flight was to Vegas, actually. It was, nice. It was southwest from Hartford to Vegas. They don't do that anymore, but all I remember is, as I was at the airport, our flight was delayed because our inbound. Maybe our airline should fly that. I don't know if we do. We might. We might. Yeah, sometimes. I don't know how well it did, but they sometimes do it. Okay. All I remember is, is we were delayed because our flight coming in had a bird hit the nose. Okay. So that was my first flight, and it's, I've just been flying. Every year, I'd take a couple trips with family, and it was always a highlight of the year, usually April break, and sometimes at the end of summer. And then when I was 10, I started going to Vegas with my twin sister alone. Every oh, wow. year we had family out in Vegas. So I would always fly alone with my sister. And this was, we did that for 10 years in a row. We still go out to Vegas in the summer by ourselves to see family. And nowadays we can gamble and really see the truth of Vegas. Enjoy, yeah, indulge see, in all the sin oh, of indulge, the city. Of course. <laughs> So I've been flying for a while, and it wasn't until I, I started going to college where I started doing those ridiculous three-flight connections. It's actually pretty cheap to do those these days. So what is the purpose? Why do you like to do that? I just like the experience of flying. Airports are just there's such a, a culture about them. that so much people watching. Everyone's there for a purpose. It's There's just something fun about exploring new areas. For example, the a DFW airport is that train is amazing. It's so big. You could spend hours there. It's like an amusement park to me. And yeah, I just love the aspect of flying. I mean, of course, there are some issues you get delayed or anything major. Yeah. It's going to be I'm a pain, but I just like the, you know, taking off and landing. And nothing beats just looking out the window and realizing you're in the air. Like a beautiful day with the clouds, exactly. the sun shining in. You have like a little ginger ale or, Yeah, and you're you flying know, over drink. everything. You're yeah. like, it's like amazing. You're like looking down at everything. And when you fly into Seattle, it's awesome. You see the mountains. Oh, flying yeah. Flying into Denver. I mean, taking off from Denver is always bumpy or landing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just amazing that you're in the air. You're in flight. It's just it, the window. If I'm ever on a plane without TVs, I always just say the window is your TV. You're looking; it's like real life. It's not even TV. Yeah. So, uh, are you? Have you done all domestic? Have you done some international trips? I've done international. Growing up, we went to the Caribbean a lot, so I was very familiar with those JFK to Caribbean flights that a lot of airlines really put emphasis on back then, which they kind of pulled away from. Sadly, now it's a lot through Miami or Houston. Oh, okay. But I've also been to Europe a couple times: Paris, Amsterdam. I just went to Europe last December went around Scandinavia and Germany and it was awesome. I loved flying wide bodies. Oh yeah. That and I miss it. I haven't flown a wide body for <laughs> they're great. Like I a flew year and a half something. Air France coming back and it was it was just cool. I had the premium economy seat and what about foreign airlines? What has been your best experience with those? Foreign airlines, I haven't flown a ton of those. I've flown Air France SAS and Norwegian, and that was all. Air France, I flew to Paris once, but and then I I flew Air France back from uh, Berlin to Charles de Gaulle to JFK. That was last December. SAS was a little hop from Copenhagen to Oslo, not Oslo, sorry, uh, to Bergen, Norway, and then I flew Norwegian from Bergen to Berlin. So Norwegian was a weird airline. I'll just. It was interesting. It was. It felt like Southwest, except you pick your seats. But it was. Wait, just, really? Yeah, but it has the the every tail has a different person. It's kind of oh, like yeah. Frontier in a sense, where they have the animals on the tail. Yeah, but this one we have like what is it? What yeah. are they though? Are they They're like, like famous European people. famous Scandinavian people? Okay, like historical. Yeah, kind of like how Alaska Airlines has a, I believe, an Eskimo on it. Yeah, yeah. That apparently, was a famous Eskimo from Alaska. It's kind of like that, but I I haven't really that much experience with foreign carriers. I really oh I did fly British Airways also from uh, I flew an American seven eighty seven to London, and then 
British Airways to Copenhagen. Now, have you always flown economy or like domestic first? Have you ever done international business I've class? I've never done international. I've done premium economy before. Which, okay, same. To me, in my opinion, I think that's enough. I don't feel like forking over the money to get an international business or first seat. I really feel like premium economy, especially on some carriers where it's it's you can almost lie. Like Air France, you kind of can lie halfway down. Yeah. I believe that for me, it's not worth the money to upgrade substantially because I already have the lounge access with the credit cards and everything. Have and some food, have a shower. My thing is, is that it's like seven hours and that's it. You're like, I just spent so much money and now it's over. It's yeah. seven hours. Well, I mean, would you do it if it was points? Oh, yeah. I mean, if it was points, I would. That's how I mostly got premium economy as I'd use American miles to transfer over to other airlines or Delta miles for Air France. Premium economy is worth it, totally, because it's not as much as expensive. It's kind of a bridge. Sometimes you can get really good yeah. deals, or just even the extra legroom seats. That's almost a bare minimum. I flew the seven eighty seven in economy, and it was pretty cramped. Yeah, and I would pay to pick an aisle or something or, or oh, a window. Oh yeah, I had a window. You know, and I it like was cramped. I like to pick the you know the one with a lot of legroom and exit row or something. Yeah, at least very least. And I, I made flew a in premium economy a lot to Asia. Um, I got to do that, or I got to get a. Lots flat. of leg room. Well, I haven't done live flat yet, but a lot of leg room with a you know, yeah. uh, a seat in the window or an aisle. I've done a live flat once. It was from Denver to Newark on United. It was during the pandemic, so they were routing a lot of their wide bodies on domestic routes. They okay. still fly. They actually fly a seven eighty seven now on that route. But and we had this error from Amex that actually got us it. So we flew to Chicago and then drove to Denver. This was back when I was moving here. We, okay. So American First Class Chicago was an A319. It was very cheap with Amex points. And we were like, oh, can we just have first? And so they booked us a first class ticket. But apparently they somehow interpreted it as a round trip first class. So for the miles we paid to do that little A319 hop, we ended up getting the Polaris class. And it was amazing. So for 11,000 miles each, we got Polaris and first class in the American flight. So it was it was a, a glitch going right in our favor. And really? It was incredible. It, was this just straight booking through Amex portal? Yeah, we were on the phone because we have oh, a lot of... Oh, that's must have... Yeah. So they must have messed it up. Plus, we had like four people on a reservation in Chicago. Then we had three people back. It was a very confusing itinerary. Yeah. But all in all, we were... It was an incredible experience, the whole life flat and just the food and everything. I really like airplane food, actually, to be honest. Interesting. With with your card strategy, I know – I okay, kind of break me down what you had. And I know I was the one who kind of encouraged you to oh, yeah. get on the Amex Platinum. So but what you, do you have – what did you have before that? What else is your you – know, what other cards so do you have? So you actually – told me about the authorized user thing yeah and that actually got me the authorized user that helped me so much the other cards i have i mean i'm not as much of a card collector as you are of course but i i have the the american red aviator mastercard sure that just i got that when they announced loyalty points because i just can rack up as much as i can on it and it's also a pretty cheap annual fee 99 dollars a year you get some free checked bag and all priority boarding I also have the Delta Amex Gold card, which is almost the exact same thing as the American Red card. Just does the same perks and everything, boarding, checked bag. I actually got that one before I started college because I'm like, oh, I need a checked bag every time. And then the other cards I have are authorized user cards through my dad, Amex Platinum. But the I have the American Executive Platinum card, which gets you Admiral Club access. And you can add a lot of authorized users yeah. on that one if I'm not wrong. Yeah, so that's been great. And I you know, fly American a lot, so I'm always in the Admiral Clubs anywhere. And then I, I also have the United Infinite card, which is kind of like the Amex Platinum of United. You get club access. Yeah. And two free bags. And you actually get a... Star Alliance priority on it too, so you can cut the line and everything, and you board first. I, you can't have authorized users on that though, so you can't. I have to be which one? The United Infinite. You have to the author the primary card holder has to be with you for you to get all the the good that stuff. Sucks. I know. That's too bad. United is is hard for credit cards. I actually, they actually I heard they have the hardest system for getting cards. They have the with Chase because Chase is usually stricter. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
Like I, they've read the the other ones, Amex and Barclays are the other ones I have. But that's okay. about it for credit cards. Okay, so I just wanted to bring this up. So you had the Aviator Red card. Have you heard about the Aviator Silver? Yeah, they the twenty five dollars. Um, you would get every flight with the uh food and beverage. Oh, you get that with daily the red too. per day. Oh, per day, twenty five dollars per day. So if you ever end up flying American a lot, especially like if you got non rev benefits on American, like that would be such a great way to get a ton of free food and beverage credits. Yeah. So you, so I haven't got the offer for it yet, but I am starting a new job, so my income is going to be much higher. So I'll be able to update all that information, get my income levels straight, get a higher credit rating, and I'll definitely take it. I know the annual fee goes up a bit to it's one, like two hundred bucks. Yeah, it goes up a hundred bucks, but you do get a lot more miles per purchase. In yeah. a sense, I was just thinking, yeah, if you ever do like end up flying AA a lot, that twenty five dollar oh, yeah. per and flight credit could be worth a lot of money. It's good for the Wi Fi. I just the Wi Fi is a you know a lot of airlines are starting to push towards free Wi-Fi, which is nice. Yeah, absolutely. So kind of getting back to Vegas, um, we both love Vegas. I remember it was last year during our internship in March. I went for the first time during March Madness. The first time ever? That was the first time, yeah. So I don't know. Tell me about kind of what, you know, why you love Vegas. What what is your kind of Vegas style? So so Why do you go to Vegas, basically? So growing up, I mentioned earlier, I, I went to Vegas once a year with my sister, we really didn't go. We went to some shows back when the buffets were everywhere. That was oh. like a highlight. Mirage Buffet was awesome. Oh, wow. The M Resort Buffet was out of this world, but they got rid of it, of course. COVID. Really, Same with Mirage. Oh, yeah. COVID really got rid of a lot of buffets. It was uh, kind of sad. I really liked them. Even the one at the Rio was pretty good. But I started to take tri- more trips with just my family as I got older when I started, like, when I was like 18. And. We would just stay a week. We'd go to. I'm a big hockey fan, so we'd go to the Golden Knight games, and we'd just hang around, see shows, eat a lot of good food, and walk around. I, we have this goal of seeing every casino on the the strip. Oh, so how was that going? Have you seen all of them? Uh, we're almost done. We just need a couple more, but we're which ones? Because I almost have seen all of them too. I think we just need Sahara. I need Sahara too. Resorts World. Tropicana, because every time we try to go there, something happens. It's not exciting. I just went there the other weekend. I I was like, there's nothing going on in this casino. It feels so old, and it was really small. Uh, The worst casino I saw was Oyo or Circus Circus. Oh. Uh, Sewage, sewage, in a sense, I call it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, God. At least Circus Circus, you could see why families would stay there. Oh, yeah, exactly. The Oyo, run away from it. It is Do you feel like you're going to get shot when you're there? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's a dump, and it smells like beer and pee. I'll just tell nice. you that. <laughs> but I, I really liked the other ones I saw. I wasn't much of a fan of Planet Hollywood, to be honest. Well, you got the Miracle Mile shops there. Great. Which I thought was, they were all right. I, I preferred they're, they're the. They're a great budget option. I preferred the Forum or. Well, I mean budget option. Oh, budget That's option, why you go of course, budget. yeah. I wasn't a fan of Ocean Prime. I thought the food was bland, like you said, too. I, yeah, it is bland. But I can eat it it's one cheap. time a trip. I can oh, eat yeah. One. Yeah, it's hot and it's fresh tasting. It just has zero flavor. And as a, a little tangent, if you want the best pizza I've ever had, it's called Metro Pizza in Vegas. I guarantee Where's you. Where's that? It, they're all around. There's about three of them off strip, and then there's one in Ellis Island, but I wouldn't, that one, you know, it's not as good as like actually going to the real place. Yeah. It is. There's one at Decatur, one near UNLV. I mean, I don't know. I remember all these locations, but it is such good pizza. And I, yeah, yeah. I, I grew up in an area that's known for pizza, and this is better. It's, well, they're from New York, but the crust isn't like, cracker thin it's like actually a good size oh nice it's like kind of like i know that connecticut new york northeast has some really good pizza so you think you think it's almost comparable for vegas at least better wow it is the best pizza i've ever had wow almost by a long shot i know when we were uh actually in the internship we would go to vegas a lot because we didn't get paid time off so we would honestly i didn't care if i didn't if i had more fun in vegas i'll take friday off and go there i think you did the same too yeah, well, the internship was nice in that you could actually just take time off. But then we got in trouble. Oh, yeah, <laughs> both we, of us, we, we, we both got, we came back, we can't. We had requested off like the same weekend, uh, yeah, you know, like was a Friday Charlotte or week. something. That was the Charlotte weekend. And yeah, and she got real mad, uh, you know, our boss got like really not happy and she's like, 
you need to stay here until your project's finished before you go anywhere. I mean, look at happened. We ended up getting them finished anyways. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I took a whole week off. It was my 21st birthday. That's and... probably why I got in trouble, because you took the whole week. <laughs> uh, you, you took a lot of time off, too, though. <laughs> Not a week. No, that was just a week straight, because it was my 21st birthday, and I always said I was going to go to Vegas my 21st birthday, and luckily I was able to get that approved. It wasn't... I didn't get a lot of flack for that week because it was well oh, in advance yeah i don't know if you remember we were eating at a restaurant i finally asked and it was like basically as long as you you know get a lot of work done it was a very i was very fortunate i was able to just get that week off i don't really know how it works in a, in a like a regular salary job well you get time. pto and you have a limited amount <laughs> unlimited pto no not usually usually oh, it's i thought you said limited limited limited, said limited 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 oh yeah you only get so much PTO, but I don't so, know. How does UP? Do you get UPT at all? Uh, no. Generally, no. Yeah, that's you can go under on your paid time off balance, but I don't get like unpaid time off. Oh, no. so you can't just uh, unless you have like a medical thing. I guess you can't do your your intern tricks anymore. No, but yeah. I work from home partially, so I can fly in on like a Thursday night. Oh yeah, yeah, that's always a a good idea. So. How do you do Vegas? Because we do Vegas in two different ways. Kind of go through. What's your way of doing yeah. Vegas? You're a gambler. Let Let's be honest. You I, do gamble. I'm. I wouldn't call myself like a big gambler. I, I lose or win on average one to two hundred bucks every time. Okay. So I'm not like not a high roller. I'm not but a high you do gamble. I gamble every time, of course. And I like to. I call it. Uh, you know. Uh, pleasing the algorithm, the MGM algorithm. True. I'm a big. <laughs> I'm a big loyalist to MGM. Same. MGM. Has the better properties. It's That's just clear absolutely as day. true. Caesars literally has Caesars Palace in Paris. They don't. T- they don't take care of them. They have Caesars Palace in Paris. Well, but Caesars if you... Palace can even be bad. There's some yeah, bad rooms expensive. there. People say, and the, but they have the Rio. They don't care about that anymore. They have so many like mediocre properties. But MGM, I've stayed at. I believe every property there is but the Bellagio. I've stayed at. And uh, even the Luxor, I like. I haven't stayed at the low end ones. I've never stayed at Excalibur or that or, is my go or Luxor. To. Yeah, I mean it looks fun, but I'm oh, yeah, I fun. I get free rooms through my Vegas app, and so I would always 15, just rather 000? stay at a because it's so easy to get the points. I'd rather just stay at a at, oh, a, I'm the at a, a, Aria or Bellagio, mostly Aria. I, I'm pretty much I'm yeah, the Aria more than anywhere else. In that, where I like to just. Save up my points, use the minimum amount for the rooms. And Excalibur, you have so many points, though, don't you? Two hundred something thousand. Well, I, you got to get the blue stacks and get a whole bunch yeah. of points. I I only really play my Vegas. Um, they have gift cards now too. <laughs> it's actually cool. Cards. Yeah, I got Amazon gift card and Chipotle. Oh, so they're really converting everything into. I I mean I've only, not exactly. They just have some options. I've for only gift used cards. it a couple of times because there's a lot of restrictions and that's true. Like. And the, some of it, the prices are pretty high. But Excalibur is my go-to place if I need to, if it's cheap. I can usually get four nights comped. I have to pay resort fee. I know I gotta go up to gold. Yeah, you need to get gold. Mm-hmm. But I really like the properties. New York, New York is actually my favorite place to gamble. I think the floor is really fun. Uh, there's just always something going on. I did stay at Aria a lot during the pandemic days because it was cheap. And if it's, it's if nice it's cheap, hotel. yeah, if it's cheap, I'll stay at the Aria. Mandalay Bay is a tradition in my family to always go in April. Because, yeah, because you were there at the same time as me the other time, and yeah. we met up, and you were at Mandalay Bay. It's fun. I actually stayed at the MGM Grand for the first time two weeks ago, and I actually really liked it. Now and everyone told me it's going to be gigantic, and I was in there, and I'm like, uh, it's not that. There's big. a lot. There's a lot of areas that you have to kind of walk in the back. Yeah, and, but you it's know. not. But that Mandalay bad. is also huge. Mandalay. Oh is yeah, very Mandalay big, is huge. Uh, Aria's. If you park, it's a pretty long walk to your room. Oh, I never parked. You have to. The garage is like you have to walk over this like sky bridge. Oh wow. MGM Grand. The Lazy River is without Absolutely. a doubt, I think, one of the best pool complex. It's actually- It's better than Mandalay Bay. I think MGM Grand has the best pool complex in Vegas. I agree. We just stayed there the other, um, last two weeks ago. That and, is- And Mandalay, or Man- MGM Grand, and then like the a couple weeks before we had stayed at Mandalay Bay. And the, the Lazy River at MGM Grand is hands above Oh, it's all, and Mandalay. they have these big pools also at the- Less kids too MGM at the Grand. MGM Grand, to I be honest. <laughs> was going to say, about to say, I went there- I went to the pool on a Monday, so maybe I was influenced a little bit by the date with kids at school, but I saw probably two kids, and it was awesome. I mean, you do have – there are plenty of rowdy adults and yeah. frat boys and stuff. Don't get me wrong, but it was incredible. 
I I lapped that lazy river so many times, like probably five times I went around and they also have these like big pools where you can just hang out at. And it's just those big pools are what other resorts like New York, New York, that's all they have over there. Yeah, one pool, right? Yeah, one pool. I mean, Mandalay has the wave pool, and that's great. But the sand—I'm not really a sand person. No, I don't, sand. Well, the, there's no waves really. It doesn't yeah, really do waves, any waves. I would that's go there, I and like I thought it. this was gonna be like a wet and wild Las Vegas there, and it's like a little ripple. And yeah, they don't let you go all the way out either. They they gate it. I mean, that's for safety purposes. But I think it wasn't all it was hyped up to be, in yeah, my opinion. I think the the one the best is MGM Grant, of course. The room-wise, I love the Mandalay rooms, but yeah. the Aria rooms are great. So the way I do Vegas mostly is, I'm not gonna, I'm not since I'm not a high roller, they're not giving me suites at the Aria for free. What do you get for comps for weekends? Do you get anything for weekends? Is it yeah, all weekdays? I can usually score a night or so. MGM Grand, I stayed Sunday to Wednesday, and they comped the Sunday night, the Monday night. And the Tuesday night, but Wednesday it was like a hundred and eighty bucks. It was something big that was going on at a okay. convention. So, but they gave you a big discount though. Oh yeah, they gave me a discount, and I was, I was still fortunate. I got the first, and this was also during a playoff game I wanted to go to. So it was great. And the thing is, is if you're nice to the person at the desk, you'll always get taken care of. I'll get a food and beverage credit just for the heck of it. I got ten dollars free play because I was nice to them. If you ask them to be close to the elevator, you want to be on a higher floor, they'll usually accommodate that, and I'll usually tip them. Have you I ever gotten a speed upgrade? Uh, what's that? Sweet? A sweet? Oh, yes. Uh, I don't remember where. It was at Red Rock. Oh. But that's off strip. Oh, that was, but that's a very beautiful hotel. Oh, it's very nice. The pool is really nice there, too, actually, but I do prefer to be on the strip when I'm gambling. I swear that some casinos have tighter slots like i never win at the aria oh but i'll always i've actually i want to kind of back that up i swear i saw on tiktok that aria and bellagio actually have a little bit lower payout percentage than the the other ones yeah well there's no such thing as a slot going hot or cold i know that but rtps are a real thing yeah i tend new york new york Overall, my win loss from when I turned twenty one is negative. Of course, I mean the house. <laughs> the house always wins in the end. Yeah. But New York, New York, is the only casino where I'm positive at. I'm like positive three hundred fifty dollars there. I like the the vibe. I I, I love wholeheartedly the vibe agree with you. It's a real and fun it's a casino. nice casino. I mean, I stayed there before the renovated rooms with my sister. It was our first time actually both being twenty one staying there. We had a lot of fun. We stayed out late at night. They have that dueling piano bar. Oh. They had a lot of cool things. They have a really good restaurant, Tom's Urban. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah, have, I do Tom's Urban. I, I got the that's the, my the giant place. beer there, <laughs> the the My Vegas reward for that. There's also a way you can get free uh, chips and queso. I can yep. tell you how to sign up for that if you didn't get it already. And I really enjoy the atmosphere there. I just learned how to play craps, really, so I've been really enjoying that. I wish the minimum bets were lower on the strip. but So I had to go to downtown Vegas and the downtown Grand Casino to play okay. $5 craps. And that was great. I did that with a couple of my dad and a couple of like friends of his, and we had a great night. We actually had this taxi driver who was like, he was a juggler, so like when we got out of the car, he put down this red carpet and he started juggling. See, this is he, Vegas right here. He was actually he was on America's <laughs> Got Talent. It was he was that's it was crazy. Awesome. Did you tip him? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, the thing was is we were eating at the Gordon Ramsay restaurant in Caesars. Which one? Oh, that the, one's the good. original one. The like pub. The, okay. Gordon Ramsay pub. Oh, Caesar's. got it. Really okay. good. I actually really liked it there, and it wasn't like one of the. It was like it was ex, it was expensive, but it was like tolerable for what you got, and yeah, it wasn't like one of the really fancy Gordon Ramsays, but it was really nice in there, and we were ready to get a cab to go to downtown, and the Sting show let out in the Coliseum, oh. so the taxi line was mobbed, and a guy comes up to us, really thick New York accent, he's like, "Hey, you, if you give me twenty bucks, I'll let you skip the whole line, and I'll get you your own taxi." Okay. And we get to the first taxi, and we open it, and there's just vomit in the back. No, nasty. And oh my god! And they and the driver's like, "It was a frozen drink. It's not vomit." And That's was, not true. No. <laughs> so we tell that taxi driver to drive away, and they pick up someone else. And then we all of a sudden, this taxi pulls up, and there's like disco lights in it and that's the the juggler guy oh that's perfect he would like pull out the window and yell at people it was hilarious (laughs) 
I need this. I need this taxi driver. Are you a taxi guy personally, though? When uh, you're there, no. I'm Uber. Uber. I'm Uber. Uh, airport always Uber. Never take it's a taxi. Almost never take a taxi the time the cheaper. Because they'll uh, actually take the tunnel, which goes completely around. The well, and it's supposed to be a flat rate though too, but yeah. you have a credit card fee and like a surcharge, and it's well, ends sometimes up being they very don't expensive. honor the flat rate. They, I mean, the fastest way to the strip is to just take a Tropicana and Paradise. Yeah, but they'll take the tunnel all the way to the Beltway, and that's a big Vegas quote scam in some sorts. It no, it's absolutely it's long hauling, and I've gotten long yep. haul too, going from downtown to New York, New York. The guy, oh yeah, I need to go this way. He was he was doing it from the beginning. I realized I'm gonna give you the fast way. Hey, I'm gonna go my own little way. It's don't worry, we'll yeah. get there fast. And you know what? It was way more than he quoted at the beginning, and he pretended to be like shocked that it was so expensive. Oh which, yeah, you never. know he knew who was doing. We got you. And if anyone ever gets um you know scammed by a taxi driver and gets too much money. Absolutely, file a report. Uh, you can do it online. They will se- send you a check in the mail. Uh, we got a check in the mail. Uh, the thing is, the taxi. And I've talked to Uber drivers that know taxi people that you know their friends in the taxi. The companies under the table encourage long hauling because they know that only a small percentage will fight it. Yes, will fight it. So then, there's no real harm in it because it's... oh, okay, we have to give back one in. One in twenty five, right. we have to give back an it's extra like three bucks. It's like when restaurants put fees on their bills, like those, yep. and they say if you ask, they can remove it. But yep. So I'll, I'll actually give you with the Ubers and stuff. I'll give you the 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 Brian Gooseman patented tip okay. for Vegas, which I discovered with my sister. So Uber rates from the airport are usually more expensive than from any other place in Vegas, but they're not that expensive. They're not that to bad. be fair. No, they're like twenty something dollars. Fifteen twenty. If you if you have time. Take the rental car shuttle to the place and order an Uber from there, and you'll probably cut your price in half. And I, once, it was $8 from the rental car place to my hotel in Vegas. That was New York, New York. While at the airport, it was $30. So it's an easy money you could put into a slot machine or save for yourself, of course. Yeah, save it. <laughs> that's one of my tips. I love the airport. Also, if you don't check bags and, you, and you're flying American, Delta, uh, and you arrive in the satellite terminal... Take the train to the uh, the e- the terminal three, the E gates, because the yep. the passenger pickup is dead over there. Because it's it's such a quiet oh, that's so terminal. true. That's where I mean that's the terminal I'm usually in. Yeah, it's such a quiet terminal, and you'll save a lot of time. You won't, ha- and the rental car shuttle you'll never have a line there. I personally love terminal one because of the baggage claim. It's just so energetic. It's a great welcome to Vegas. Yeah, there's. I I was just I telling my husband that. You don't feel as excited. Maybe a foreign country, yes, but domestically, I don't. You don't have that same type of vibe anywhere I've ever been, except exactly. flying into Vegas. You see the beautiful lights. There's excitement all around you. Everyone wants to be there. You know, right? Or everyone wants to be there. And this, I don't. I mean, I don't know what airlines you fly. If you've ever flown Southwest Spirit, American, or Delta, or Allegiant all of to them. Vegas, <laughs> not to, to Vegas. Vegas but oh, okay. if you've never, so you've never seen the Terminal One baggage claim, probably. Uh, it's. I think awesome. I have. It's like re- kind of retro over there. I, I don't know yeah, about the baggage it's retro. claim. It is like fifteen baggage claims in this like pit area, and there's like neon signs and TV screens everywhere, music playing. It is exciting as can be, and it really is. And there's advertising all the shows and everything. It's incredible. I'll actually choose American or Delta or you know Southwest Spirit Allegiant. Over another airline just to go there. That sounds really stupid, but <laughs> it's it's fun. Well, Brian, I have five more questions to just kind of wrap it up. These okay. are rapid fire. Go yeah, ahead. Let's do it. Tell me the answers. Favorite airport? Oh, I'd have to probably go with. Can I pick more than one? Nope. <laughs> oh crap! That's that's hard, man. I'd have to say. It had to be a section of it. It had to be Vegas Airport, but not Terminal Three. Terminal One at Vegas. Okay. And the D Gate satellite. D Gates with the MX I love Lounge the D-Gates. too. The D Gates are my favorite. It always smells like Cinnabon in there. Also, <laughs> arrive early to the airport and go to lounge, or arrive just before the flight. Uh, you're crazy if you don't arrive early. Uh, if you ever flown out of Denver Airport. Yeah, okay. but TSA pre-check and clear. I've been in the TSA pre-line, in the clear line, where it was longer than the regular line. But yeah, okay. me too. <laughs> I know people like people like to to travel late, people and get there late to the airport. But for me, I like to just 
not have to stress about it. Yeah. Go That's to the lounge, have a drink, have a and snack. And I check bags. That's the other thing. Oh, so. yep. You don't have a choice. <laughs> Boeing or Airbus? Oh, man. That's a that's a big one. So I kind of have an argument for both. Boeing's are more uncomfortable than Absolutely. Airbus's. The, the seats, the, the way the fuselage is configured. Absolutely. They're actually more uncomfortable. Airbuses have a, a better, like the A220 is extremely comfortable. But I love the, the 757 is my favorite plane out there. Very uncomfortable, the, though. In the yeah, inside. I mean, it's big. The flying pencil. I love the 747 and stuff. So I'd have to give the edge to Boeing, though, because history-wise, it's just always a company I love. Iconic I, planes. It's yeah. iconic. The 787 is awesome. But so from a brand standpoint, Boeing. From a comfort standpoint, Airbus. That may, I would agree with that. Blow your paid time off points or cash on a luxury week, long vacation, or spread it out on multiple weekend budget trips. So I could say there's an argument from both. I do enjoy both. I haven't really had a situation where I've had to do that. I'd say I like to fly more, so I'm probably leaning more towards smaller trips. But for me, it's kind of a hybrid. I'd probably do one or two small trips and then use the rest for a big week-long trip. So I wouldn't blow it all on like some two-week expenditure, but I would definitely like a week-long trip, like especially Vegas. If you have a week in Vegas, there's so much you can do in that time period. Absolutely. Finally, aisle or window? Oh, I believe I answered this. I am 100% window. I think the aisle seat is not a good seat because you have to stare at people's butts the entire time when you're boarding, and people hit you. If you're sleeping and someone's running to the bathroom for who knows what reason, they can ram into you. The flight attendant cart can cut you. I've been cut by the cart before. Yeah, I was sleeping. you got to get a free drink out of that. <laughs> they they did give me a free drink, actually. Um, good. And, Numb the pain. But window. There's nothing beats a window. If you're on a plane with no TVs or your phone is dead, you can always resort to looking out the window. Well, thank you so much, Brian, for coming on thank the Standby Secrets podcast. Uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun talking with you. I love yeah. talking Vegas, airlines, everything that we have in common. And best of luck to you in your new job. And unfortunately, he, he is moving away. Is it the end of this week? Uh, yeah, I graduate on the, the weekend, and then I move away at the end of May. Well, the good thing is that you have benefits, so you can easily we can easily meet up, or you can come here, I can go there. Oh, that's great. It'd be great to be back sometime in the future. Definitely. This episode was sponsored by Staff Traveler, the number one app to get your non-rev loads. It is used by over 400,000 people from all airlines in the world and built to make your non-rev trips easy and stress-free. Sign up now for free at stafftraveler.com forward slash standby secrets. That's what I'm doing. Awesome. Bye-bye. Bye.